This is Scott McNamara with What's New in Adapted Physical Education, bringing you a, another episode. Um, as we did in the last episodes, we are focusing on resources and people that are creating the resources during this pandemic for physical educators. Today, we have Matthew Bassett from San Jose Charter Academy uh, in California, and uh, he has been working with Shape America to create some different resources and such for us all to use during these times. And he's come on to talk about that. I think he's going to talk a little bit more about general physical education things, but I really think that a lot of these things can be used for everybody. And so Matt, if you real quickly want to just talk a little bit about yourself, your position, and then maybe just uh, what your position looks like right now during the pandemic. Yeah, my name is Matthew Bassett. Uh, like I said, I'm from San Jose Charter Academy. Uh, we get a little confused of where we are. So I'm actually outside of Los Angeles, not the Bay Area. Um, I work at a K-8 charter school, actually we're TK through eighth grade. Uh, currently I teach kindergarten, second grade, fourth grade, and seventh grade. And I have three other people that I work with. Um, people like to know that I work on an alternating A-B schedule. So when I see students in a normal setting, uh, I might see him Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, and Tuesday, Thursday the next week, minus some very interesting holidays and things that occur. Uh, and then we have about 50-minute class periods uh, for most weeks, and occasionally we'll have a 30-minute for a minimum day for certain things. So I'm um, pretty involved with Caperd, and uh, I've gotten a little more involved with Shape America. And I'm also a part of the elementary physical education workshop at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo that happens in the summer. And uh, former moderator for SB Chat, which is a Twitter chat on Tuesday nights for physical education teachers. Uh, it was designed specifically for elementary, but you know that good teaching is good teaching, and you can modify anything that you hear from K through 12 to meet your needs. Um, other than that, uh, just try to get involved as much as I can and help out where I can. Can you talk a little bit about your position during the pandemic? Uh, how, how is your school and how, how have you um, kind of adapted to these times? Yeah, so my school, we were basically told about 15 minutes after uh, minimum day that we were going to not be coming to school on Monday. And things escalated very quickly. We found out that somebody in, uh, we are an independent charter school, but we kind of work through a district and get, receive some services one person in another school in the district had tested positive over the weekend. So it changed from what we were asked to do very, very quickly. Um, we were kind of given very little guidance of what to do. Uh, but then I wanted to reach out and I wanted to create somewhat of a normalcy for my students. Uh, so I have with my second graders and kindergartners, I tried to jump on and use a zoom meeting a few times that week and to be able to do things. And um, I learned a lot of mistakes those first couple of days and tried to work through them. Um, and then later in the week, our fourth grade team hadn't quite been meeting with them yet. So I checked in with my students later in the week, just as a kind of an informal meeting. And my seventh graders, I did the same thing. So um, I've been trying to do Zoom and I did a little bit of a challenge for myself to do a video. Uh, to see if I could uh, get a little more feedback. And the parents 
gave me about 50-50 feedback. They liked the videos uh, because they could play them anytime, anywhere and met, meet their needs for their schedule. And then the others really liked the live in-person Zoom meetings because they could see each other and they could participate along with me um, at that same time. So um, those were the kind of the two things that I've done. And then I've been trying to help a couple of our classroom teachers on the tech side. Um, we're, most of us are in the same boat where it's scaring us to have to use this kind of tech. And my reflection in the first two weeks, this is our spring break week, um, I am not a great teacher digitally. So it's been a big struggle and it's not what I want to do, but it's unfortunately the card that has been dealt and I'm going to continue to work and try to figure out what works best for students. I think most, especially PE teachers are going to fall in that realm of not great teachers digitally. Cause I don't know our field has not, you know, made that leap very well. And it's probably because we're so hands-on and kinesthetic. So I think that's totally understandable. Yeah. Um, I think, Part of that is that we are a, we need to be in person. Um, we don't have the expectation that the kids all have basketballs or soccer balls or have outdoor space or uh, that they have the equipment that they need. So we are having to get super creative with what we do. Um, I've been challenged to just really try to up my game and try to figure out how to meet their needs and to keep going. And it's, I've had a lot of conversations with other professionals and really challenged myself of what really is important right now. And I've kind of felt a little like a bad teacher because I'm kind of pushing out a lot more physical activity stuff than actual physical education. But as many people have pointed out, that might be where we need to show the importance of our subject and what it does for us socially and emotionally of just flat out exercise helps us to reduce stress and to help us get our head into the right place, which I know that we have probably a lot of people, myself included, that trying to be out here, being stuck inside of my house for three weeks is very nerve wracking and it takes a lot out of you mentally. Yeah. I've seen a lot of things on Twitter recently about that physical activity versus physical education during this time and physical activities being promoted more than PE right now. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that we need to address. Uh, so anyways, I want, I, I brought you on here though, to talk a little bit about shape America and the resources, um, that, that you, I think are, are helping to create. Can you talk a little bit about what resources, uh, shape America has right now that you're helping with, um, to give to teachers right now? So shape America got, they kind of got hit with back to back things really quickly. They were doing their speak out day and they were very focused on that as they should be. And then the whole closure thing started like a day or two after. So they were able to push out a, a web resource on their website. If you go to Shape America uh, website, shapeamerica.org, and then you click on uh, resources and publications, and then you'll see the COVID-19 resources. Uh, the, they pushed out some information about how to do things and uh, what to do in a remote teaching style pretty quickly. And that, I think was mostly spearheaded by Michelle Carter. Um, when they started to ask for a little bit of help, I, I had been feeling this sense of we need to kind of rally the troops a little bit. And so I ended up putting in a video very quickly with their permission, basically saying we need to crowdsource. Uh, so who's willing to kind of help share? Because I think that if one person tries to do everything, this is going to overwhelm them. 
Uh, I've noticed that with my teaching and getting on Google Classroom, uh, there are students who are posting at 6 a.m. There are students that are posting at 11 p.m. And if I'm trying to keep up with them, it's going to be a very big challenge. So what I, the idea behind it was, what do you have? What have you created? What can we push out so that people can look at it? Looked at this as a really good opportunity for physical education to put a better foothold into the educational system. Because if all of a sudden we were pushing out some high quality stuff digitally, I think more parents would be able to see what it is that we can offer the educational system. Um, and so I was able to put this video out and then within a couple of minutes, I had um, a health team put together. I had an elementary uh, teacher of the year who was able to say, how can I help? Uh, and then I had a secondary one within a short amount of time. And so I had three different branches to this that just kind of went out of nowhere. And it was really cool. So I had a health team that they ended up putting on a webinar about three days later. And it was really awesome because I know the people that were there, they were really frustrated that it wasn't up to 100% what they needed. And, you know, I think we all feel that right now. It's more important sometimes to put content out than to feel like it's 100%. Mm -hmm. um, then the elementary and the secondary teachers for physical education, they started to create a resource document and collected things from people. And those are all things that are on that COVID-19 Shape America subpage. Uh, and we keep adding to it as we see. Um, as I started to see people on different Facebook groups, uh, Twitter things, I would actually say, hey, can you add this here? Can you add this into this? Uh, and it, it made it a little bit easier to keep control of where it all went. Uh, and it gives us a nice little list to keep it going. So um, beyond that, we've reached out and had a couple other people that have done tutorial videos and are starting to get to show things that are um, helpful for teachers because a lot of us don't use Google Classroom a whole lot. I know how to use Google Classroom, but I don't use it as well as others. So being able to get those tips and tricks from the people that have been using it daily in and out, physical educators that are in the same boat, that was really helpful to be able to see those. So I know that there is one that got pushed out, I think, last week for that. Uh, and that should be on the Shape America website. I could probably double check. Yeah. And, and when we're all said and done, I put a blog post out with this too. So if you had all those resources that you had, the running list and all those, I think that would be really, really helpful for you to uh, send those along and I can share those uh, via that too. Shape America also has, we, we understand that there's a lot of teachers that are out there that are not able to, to connect digitally. And this might be a district or a school mandate. Uh, so they have a lot of resources that are for calendars, fitness calendars or activity calendars and other resources as well. So Shape America website should have quite a little bit of information, whether you are teaching digitally right now or you're teaching through mail or however you would get the information to them. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Uh, how, and so they would get their information via mail then through Shape yeah. or... Well, what it would be is that the teachers would take what they needed and whether they print it and then the school right. passes it out physically or somehow they send it out. Um, I'm not exactly sure. That's kind of up to the schools. I've actually, um, I, I, on via Facebook, I have seen a few parents complain about all of like, and I think something that parents are struggling with right now is that they might have seven different content areas, especially in like middle school, high school. 
uh, that are all changed to online very quickly. And they're having a really hard time keeping up with all the different online things and things like, I remember going on a vacation when I was in eighth grade and somebody gave me a packet of work. I think some parents are wanting something like that, that they can hold and rather than have every, all the resources online that can get messy too. So that could also be helpful to an extent. And so for my school, personally, we, we pushed out two things. We had the kind of the activity tracker, which was the physical copy that we could hand to people. And then we had a digital one. And so I created a Google form that allowed them to watch or participate with, hopefully, uh, YouTube videos that are exercise-based. Um, and then I also gave them the option of, this is just things that I found and I put in there. What do you do? And so I've had Quite a few students like, hey, can I do soccer? If you can do it safely outside and be socially distanced from physically distanced from you, yes, please. Um, I'm not going to tell you can't do that, but um, I can't expect everybody to have a soccer ball or basketball or a tennis racket. So um, that's where it's it seems that the popular thing has become to get a lot of options out there for kids so that they're not stuck doing this one thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and do you have any plans uh, in the future? Um, because obviously it's looking at least 30 days that we're going to have this social distancing. Um, is, what else uh, is kind of coming down the pipeline? Well, it looks like from California's perspective that we have just been told within the last 48 hours, we are not going back to direct instruction on campus this year. Uh, so we are kind of working on that I that concept of what to do for the rest of the year. So what I'm debating about doing is to get a series of lessons set up for my students and using modifiable activities. So if you don't have a ball, can you get a Ziploc bag? If you don't have a Ziploc bag, can you roll up a pair of socks and do a ball? Uh, those kind of things. Uh, and then I'm going to try to do my best to actually provide direct instruction through video and through Zoom. Um, and I know that Zoom, they're having some issues with some privacy settings, which probably, I'm gonna guess, are gonna get fixed pretty quickly. Uh, but I know people have moved to Google Meet, and there is a, a uh, I'm gonna use the wrong word, there is a attachment that you can create so that you can see everybody on the screen at once. Um, attachment's not the right word, I'm blanking. Um, but it'll be opportunity for people to be able to like in Zoom, see everybody that's in the meeting at the same time. So um, I have a couple other projects that I've had on the back burner just because I don't have as much time. Um, I'm pretty busy. Uh, so those things are actually starting to happen because I feel like I have a little bit of extra time. Um, those are, I think, the things that I'm working on. Um, you know, for the people that are just getting started in digital, you know, I, I would encourage you try to get on Zoom or Google Meet or something like that uh, to see your students. It helps them kind of feel normal that when they see you and they get to see their friends as well. Uh, there are a lot of tricks that you're going to learn pretty quickly with them uh, getting online. But, you know, if you could also do a video, it does help meet more people's needs because they can do it whenever some parents like to be able to push that video out onto their big screen TV in the living room and then everybody in the family participated, uh, but they do take more time. So that's where I'm kind of struggling. I don't think I can do all video and I don't think I should do all Zoom, but try to figure out a balance between the two. I think that's a really good idea. I think trying to meet um, you know, multiple modes of, of learning, 
Uh, we talked about different, you know, learning style, but I also think that there's modes of learning. So things like the way that people like to receive their information via podcasts, via videos, via um, uh, live, you know, Zoom meetings. I think that, you know, and, and also the task at hand might better kind of like have different mediums for it too. So I think those are all awesome. Well, Matt, um, I really appreciate you coming on uh, and, and ta talking about all the resources that you've kind of created with Shape America. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to highlight uh, before I let you go? This is a great opportunity for us to shine, uh, especially during a time when so many of us, and it's not just physical education, we're all kind of reeling right now. Um, to be one of the ones that pushes forward and steps forward and say, you know what, I'm going to provide instruction regardless. And it may not be up to what I consider. It's still, I think, a really good opportunity for you to show off what we are capable of doing. Um, it's a really good opportunity, too, for you to sit down and learn new activities, whether that's video editing or creating digital uh, content for your students to send home. Um, there's tons of tutorials out there for anything that you need to learn and there are more than enough people who will be willing to stop and to talk to you and to get online and to help you figure out and I'm just one of those people um, but if you need anything um, if you have not gotten on Twitter yet you need to get on Twitter um, I would definitely once you get on Twitter figure out how to search for a hashtag and hashtag HPE at home is what came out of uh, Sarah Geecher Hartman and the Phys Edagogy team, I believe. Uh, they started the idea of the hashtag so that we could share resources that could be going. And I cannot tell you how much stuff is on there because I can't count that high, uh, but it's really, really awesome. And there's some stuff there that's amazing. Uh, there are, if you're trying to look for activities to do because you're really lost, there are three or four people that are making videos every single day for their students and they're posting it on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and everything else. And it gives you hope. It gives you an idea. Oh, wait, I can do that. That's not as bad as I thought. Get out there, be willing to fail, uh, fail forward. Um, remember fail is frequent attempts in learning. Um, and I've done enough of that in the last couple of weeks with what I try to do. And it's, it's good because the kids see that you're out there and you're at least trying and the parents see what you're doing. And I think that's going to garner a little bit more support for you and your program as you move forward. That's awesome. Uh, thanks, Matt. And uh, I, I just want one point on that. I think, I think that this is somewhat of an opportunity for us to shine as well. Uh, when I'm watching some of my friends that have nothing to do with PE online, uh, and they have their kids on there and they're like, we're doing homeschooling. All the homeschooling I'm seeing is kind of PE lessons that they're doing. And maybe that's my friend group or something. But um, I think that parents are, you know, with kids cooped, cooped up in the house, uh, they're really seeing the like importance of, of learning in a physical activity setting. Um, because that it, so I think that this is a, a, a time that we could be highlighted. Uh, versus be further forgotten and marginalized. So I, yeah, I think we need to, to continue to, to make high quality instruction. Thank you again, Matt, for being on the show uh, and, and during the pandemic and during your spring break. Well, thank you very much for having me. Enjoyed being here. All right. Let me know if I can help. Thanks, man.